Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Today is an exciting day. Today, you know, you guys have listened to me bitch about necessarily not doing guests and sort of changing up a little bit about what we're saying and add some new energy. Uh, You know, there was just so much negativity that went into uh, a lot of my podcasts. And I know that, and you know that, and I felt it, and you felt it, and, and summertime rolled through Canada, and we just had the most amazing July and August. And I look back at it and I'm like, you know what? I put out four episodes in the, in the whole two months, but we're going to, we're going to hit the ground running September, October. There's going to be a lot of new stuff coming along. There's a lot of great changes happening um, in everything, in every aspect of everything. Like literally the energy of the world is fucking exploding right now in such positive lights. You just definitely have to be able to look and see and, and comprehend kind of where you are in the whole thing. Uh, today I have a rock star of an absolute guest. Um, this guy has, he did the whole doctorate. He was a doctor. He helped everybody, did everything he was supposed to do. And then one day said, fuck this. I have with me today. You guys probably already know who he is. If you guys are, you know, just, I know my audience. I know that some of you are like, holy crap. Uh, anyhow, today we got on the show, Dr. X that Tommy John, man, welcome <laughs> to the show. Happy to have you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. It's really cool to, you know, to sit here and, um, and have the opportunity to, to, to rock out with you and, uh, and just sort of share um, with the audience the things that you know. And the things that you know, basically, you, you learn through chaos. You learn through, you know, doing everything you were told to do and being like, this ain't right. This ain't a thing. And, you know, I sit back and a little friend of mine, I adore her to pieces. Uh, she is probably your biggest fan. Unraveling Your Inertia, you'll see her on the Instagram. She interacts with you quite a bit. Nice. And she said, you got to check this guy out because she, you know, she notices me and I guzzle water. And here's the thing. So for me, I'm on this huge, this huge kick myself personally. I've quit drugs like four or five years ago. I, I quit drinking. I quit absolutely everything. I quit pork. I quit all this stuff, all the things that just in my mind weren't, you know, weren't proper cigarettes, all that stuff. Cold, just done. Congrats. Thank you, man. And 
moving forward, I'm trying to find things that are healthier and obviously, you know, better because you, you, you don't just, you don't just all of a sudden go from totally degenerate to perfectly healthy. Yeah. yeah. Your body has to adapt and has to get into things. And I, and for me, I just, I've always loved water. I've always had this addiction to water, but I always had a problem with my system and with my body. And so she says, you got to check this guy out. So man, I put on, and I'll tell you this, I put on your show and I started listening to it. I'm like this fucking guy, this guy, and he's talking shit. That's going to piss a lot of people off. And I'm just sitting there taking notes. I'm like, I love this. Yeah. And then I think we got to episode seven and you're like, I'll tell you this right now. I'm not going to have any more guests on my show. Cause the fuck are we going to talk about? <laughs> and that I'm like, I have to talk to this guy. I have to get him yeah. on the show. I have to talk to this guy. So that's, that's the transition of how we got here. Yeah. And, and what I want to know about you is, man, what was it like to, to do, you know, growing up and you're like, okay, this is the medical field. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I, a, a brief background on that. And then, and then your breaking point, what was your, fuck this moment? What was your, why am I, what did that, what the? Yeah, no, that's such an awesome question. And, um, I came from a family of uh, professional athlete. My father, Tommy John was one of the longest uh, termed pitchers in the history of baseball. And he went through a surgery in 1974 called the Tommy John surgery because he ended up coming back from this radical new innovation that medical saved him and this and that. What people don't realize is his elbow got to where it was because he gave him 40 to 50 cortisone shots. So nobody, nobody goes in and tries to figure out why his elbow is experiencing that. They just go ahead and try to figure out and try to damage control and try to keep all the clothes in the dryer with the dryer door open. <laughs> and everything's just spilling out of them and they're just going to have more hands, more hands. So I was one in a family where I got to see, quote unquote, what the, what the benefits to the medical side can look like. But when you tear down the, the question, when you tear down like the, the question of why it happened in the first place, you see like, wait, they kind of fucked up in the beginning, but it led to one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sports. You know, it was, it was one of those, those things. So now I'm in professional baseball and uh, well, I was actually in college at the time and I was about to go to the Cape Cod league. Uh, it's a pretty competitive summer ball league and it's one of the best in the nation um, where you, that was a goal of mine. And I went to get an MRI because I had a, uh, an achy shoulder, just achy, little bit of pain in the back of the shoulder. So what do you do? You go get imaging. Well, the imaging, they had to inject dye because inject a radioactive dye so that they can see the image better so that they can go ahead and call you something that's damaged and then come up with a protocol to save you that's also coded for and included in your insurance. So now I go get an MRI, they inject dye into the socket, four different doctors touch the, the needle because they couldn't get it in the socket, whatever. They inject two full loads of this dye, which minds you now my kidneys and system has to process, by the way. And if I have a kidney problem, it's not going to be because of the dye, by the way, it would be something else, right? And it really is not the thing. It's my inability to adapt to the dye, not the dye. Um, but I go in and I got an infection two days later, 105 degree fever, shoulder swelled up the worst pain I've ever felt that wasn't emotional pain in my entire life. Like the worst physical pain I've ever endured in my entire life, uh, vomiting because of the pain. And I had a pretty bright future to this point. So I go in and they go ahead and clear it out, put me on one month of IV antibiotics, one month. If we know what antibiotics do to the gut flora, to the system too, I was on one month of intravenous antibiotics. Think about that. Okay. So now another thing we go in and it's like, well, the imaging, you know, saved you because your shoulder and this and that, well, the image came back and I just had like a inflamed 
muscle called, they call tendonitis, which is just healing muscle. That's all that is. Mm. So there wasn't really nothing, anything wrong. But then I acquired an environment that I had to heal from called an infection. And again, an infection is a total intelligent response by the body. It's mm. not like an unlucky thing. If I didn't have the infection, I would have died immediately like immediately by what was brought in through my skin from the outside because they pierced my skin. Mm -hmm. So I was in an environment that if I could have been given time or the medical care from the only medical doctor I trust, Dr. Cassie Huckabee, who doesn't do anything. Uh, uh, she's a black sheep amongst black sheep, like the mega, mega black sheep. Could I have beaten that environment and healed from, I guarantee you I would have, but at this time it was the medical intervention that saved my life. But they put me in a position to create it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So now that's two times that I've seen it firsthand. The other one, actually, I skipped over when I was being born. This is another region of the medical industry that they want you to think that you have no power you can't do on your own. It's childbirth, Ra raising, a, growing a human being, and you cannot give birth unless you're in the system. Like it is not safe. You're going to die. All these things. You need to be bedridden, preclamps, all these things, right? So my mom goes to get an epidural because the pain was too much because they told her they had an epidural and they told her the pain's going to be doing this and that. Well, they missed on the epidural and knocked her out. And I'm coming out the canal and she passes out. So now I'm stuck. So they, they forced me out of the vaginal canal and my head got squeezed to a shape. And my dad, being a baseball player at the time, molded my head and was trying to do all this stuff. I still have scars, but my mom now still has she's still in a healing state because of what they did to pierce her spinal canal and give this epidural. Mm. So again, it's like, wow, what a story. Medical saved. You see how dangerous childbirth was, but you gave her the fucking epidural mm -hmm. and you even said that it was an option. Like, wait a second here. So that's three times I've been on both sides of the quote unquote medical fence. And, and it's like, well, it saves lives. No, it really doesn't. They create more problems than they, than they uh, have ever saved anybody. And I'm now pushing because I have an inside to real medical. The only medicine woman I know on the planet that I'll refer people to is Dr. Cassie Huckman. When I ask her some of these things and some of the stuff I'm observing, she's my inside track to the medical industry. I, I wouldn't even say if I got in a car accident, I'd go in because there's things we could do. I don't give a shit if my leg gets chopped off. There's things that we can do from a natural standpoint to survive because we can give no more credit to that system anymore. Well, for traumatic case, no, that's over. Well, there is a, nope, over, over, over. And if we eliminate that entire side, now they'll start teaching some of the people in communities, just like they taught some in the military, how to suture a wound, a gunshot wound or a bayonet stabbing or something like that. They teaching soldiers how to do this stuff, not doctors they're not these geniuses. No, just humans. So there's a co complete shift where we don't need that side whatsoever. So I'm still not done with that side. I now have, uh, I played two years of professional baseball came back, worked my ass off. Then I got out of baseball and I got into this performance, sports performance company and John McNulty and Vladimir Chaguz were two colleagues of mine. And it was the three of us in this facility, uh, a 14,000 square foot facility. And now we're receiving soft tissue injury um, people. So damage to joints, frozen shoulders, ACL tears, torn hamstrings, herniated discs, you name it, plantar fascia, the, the, the slew of orthopedic shit. Well, now we're going about it in a different method. We're not icing any injuries. 
We're not allowing people, we're suggesting people don't take anti-inflammatories or any of those drugs. Avoid epidurals and stem cell injections and PRP and all that shit. No slings, no canes, no boots, no crutches, none, no taping, no outside in, no passive treatments, no chiropractic, no acupuncture, no massage, no drug, like no laser, no ultrasound, no trigger point, no Graston, no fuck, no any of that. So I, for the first time in the early 2000s and being exposed, because I came from a world where we iced everything after we pitched. We took anti-inflammatories. I used to take 16 Motrin on game day. 16. 16, motherfucker. Guess what that does? Same thing with that that month of IV antibiotics. Yeah, how's your liver doing? (laughs) Exactly. So that's where I'm like, when I do coffee enemas, I'll massage my liver. I'm not, no shit. I'm like talking to it. I'm like, what's up, little guy? Thank you. (laughs) You know, like, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for being regenerative. And thank you, body, for being amazing. So now I'm with these three guys and we're going in and we're pulling injuries back in a manner that's never been done or we were never allowed to be hurt. And I had a bachelor's and master's degree mm-hmm. in health and exercise science. I was a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. I should have known what I know. I know everything. What? I had certifications out the ass. I'm like, oh my God. The only person who knew who was like, yeah, this is the way it is, was Vladimir Chagus. Why? Because he's Serbian. What does that have to do? He's not fucking American. That's right. This was like an American infection of how we're doing these things that we're spreading it to the world. Mm -hmm. We're not good. We're not doing well at all. And we've been saying this since the early 2000s. So now we're pulling back the veil on all this injury stuff. This is just orthopedic, bro. So if I what I started to say was, wait, everything we've been told about orthopedics and orthopedic injuries, surgeries is a lie. What else is a lie? And this was early 2000s. So now you get into maybe virology or maybe vaccines or, or maybe, you know, um, uh, the whole medical industry, allopathic industry, pharmaceuticals in general, as it is 2010, my brother dies. He's on my forum. He was in the uh, psychiatric world where they get you to believe that your feelings are disease. How about that one? Your feelings are a disease. How fucked up is that? So now I get to train my brother's psychiatrist because at the time I was just a performance personal trainer, right? No big deal, this guy. I'm training his psychiatrist. I got to pick his brain on how he was approaching my brother because all it was was lithium, Seroquel, all this fucking shit pumped into him. And I got to see my brother go from like not really feeling well, thinks he wants to die to holy shit, he's taking attempts on his life. And I mean some gnarly stuff. And he's like confused as to why he would do this. So now I ask his psychiatrist, let me just paint this picture for you real quick. And I cover it in podcast. I said, Bob, where do you, how the hell do you do what you do, bro? And sleep (laughs) and sleep at night because you think you're helping people and you might, well, that's the thing. He's not trying to hurt my brother. He's not trying to hurt anybody, but he truly thinks He truly thinks there's an imbalance and that we need pharmaceuticals. He really thinks that. Okay, God, I can't get mad at him. I mean, that's just a brainwashing. That direct correlation right now is is the vax versus the non-vax, that that whole argument right now. Right. Vaccinated people think that they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing right. And that's cool. And that's why I can't get upset. But it's when you bleed into my world and you're in my doorstep. It's like, all right, get the fuck Yeah, don't force your imaginary world into mine. No, no, no. no. And it's okay. How much? At what point do I have to play your game? Come on. And I support you. Like, that's cool because we're all humans. So now he gives me, he gives me one of his textbooks and I'm looking at his textbook and Vladi picked it up. Vladi's like, look who fucking published that thing. Pfizer published his textbooks. Pfizer published the educational material that these psychiatrists are going to. That's a conflict. 
So now all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I threw it away. I'm like, all right, you're done. Brother dies. Uh, I enroll in chiropractic school two weeks later. And then I come to realize the chiropractic education is an absolute disaster. And what they have teaching there, it's just orthopedics. The classes we had to learn the most were tumor identification. Guess why? So that when we identify a tumor, because we're going to take x-rays because we're fancy and we're a official and I have a license and a degree. Now I see a mass. I'm sure as shit not going to recommend they go to Cassie. I'm going to be so terrified because of all the details that we know, we know about tumors. Now I'm going to send them to the oncologist. And guess what? That's just feeding the engine. So the allopathic model is going to allow the chiropractic bullshit education to exist as long as we keep feeding back into that model. Now there's hundreds of thousands of chiropractors sending people to orthopedic surgeons and oncologists, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Guess what that does? It keeps perpetuating this whole thing. And if chiropractic schools actually stood for something, they'd lose their licensure. They would lose their accreditation. That's chiropractic school. That's naturopathic school. That's acupuncture. That's massage. That's you fucking name it. All those institutions are only able to exist there because the powers that be are allowing them. That's why I burn my degrees. My not three allowing, degrees. They're, they're creating them. They're, it's man. It's, it's, it's a system. It's not like a, it's an allowance. It's, it's a creation. This is what's happening. And it's right? like putting that in play. And you yeah. should see the education we're giving in. They want a health insurance based system. They want a symptom based scenario. That's why I don't identify. I'm about to burn. You haven't caught it yet. I'm going to film it. I'm burning my license. It was supposed to be renewed on my birthday on the 31st. I want no longer to be a part of any of this. I don't want to be called doctor. It's insulting. I well, want, and a, I'm going to make a statement. There's a massive, there's a massive, um, uh, there's a power to, I've seen some of your logos where it's doctor crossed out. Yeah. And I like that because it implies once was no, no longer is, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a huge thing to say, like I could, I, I can sit here right now and tell you that I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Who cares? Yep. Right. But to be a doctor and then to not be a doctor by definition right. or by accreditation is huge. Uh, so, right. no, that's that's huge. And, and I, I very much look forward to sort of watching that process for you because that's also liberating for you as well. It's more part of your journey. It's, it's, it's funny. A few things that you talked about in there, I wanted to ask, but just didn't, if you were related to Tommy John, because you see that surgery all over baseball. Yeah. And now the son of Tommy John sitting here, Tommy John Jr. Yeah. They're still having like every year great pitchers go down to Tommy John. Where if they would have just talked to Tommy John, right, they could have probably prevented it in the first place. And this is something that it, it blows me away that, but it it's like it's not part of the process. And like you said, when I asked you, like, how did you get to where you are? You're like, you just down the rabbit hole. If it was one thing in orthopedics, what is it? This, that, and the other thing. <laughs> you also glazed over your brother passing. Was that medical or was that him losing the battle mentally? Oh, good call. Good call. So um, he made four attempts on his life. The last attempt, and I'll be blunt and clear, and I covered this in my fourth or fifth episode of my podcast, The Dark Side of Psychiatric Meds, and I go on maybe two, two and a half hours of his story. But in a nutshell, he doesn't show up for a psychiatric uh, appointment on Monday night. So his doctor calls me. I'm I'm in town. My sister and her husband and family are out of town because he's living at their house. My brother's living at their house. Well, when a patient doesn't show up for their appointment, it's a big deal. So I go to her house and I'm looking around for him and I see him sitting out by the tree in the snow with blood everywhere. And I go and I come out and I'm like, I found him because I was on the phone with my sister. He's alive. He's awake. But he gashed his forearms like thousands of times, his face, his jugular, all these things. But let me let me hear. Listen, it sounds gorier than it is. 
he didn't want to die to the point that he could cut his femoral vein or cut long ways on his forearm or gash his jug, like actually dig deep. It was this scraping of feeling. He wanted to feel and wanted to scare himself and wanted to get so close to it, but he still couldn't do it because the system doesn't want to end. The essence of the system doesn't ever want to die. That, that's the opposite of what human is. Humans will, the human spirit will fight till its end to exist and oh, perpetuate yeah. existence. Now, every four of his medications he was on had a side effect of suicidal t- ideation. Oh, my God. You fucking tell me this. So now, listen, I go in. Oh, and he tried to hang himself from a five foot rope and my brother's six feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like laughing. I'm like, Taylor, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, nah, I didn't want to be here, man. I don't want to. And I'm just like, okay. So I had to take him to the hospital. We go in. He's, he's passing out. And I'm holding his hair, driving the car, talking to my sister. And I'm just, she's just like, well, what the fuck? You know, she has a daughter. She, he's living at their house. Like, we don't know what to do. The medic, she's like, this isn't working. I'm like, no. And we had already scouted out a natural clinic that helps you work off your meds naturally using a bunch of variations of healthy natural remedies. But I, Dr. Shulman had shit on it. How I know my brother's last words on the planet. He goes, my sister and I asked, I asked Taylor, you know, Taylor, do you want to do the Pfeiffer clinic or not? Like, what do you want to do? Because we asked him that three months ago and he never took form. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, you just got to help me in spattering words. He goes, you have to help me with Dr. Shulman. What do you mean? Every time I bring it up, he shits on it. Boom. And he passes out. That's the last words my brother says on this planet. And I heard them. That's not random to be so arrogant to think that there's not another option. That's what I got a problem with. And so my brother goes in, he's stabilized, bro. Get this. I go home. I mean, I'm sitting there and they're cleaning up his cuts and he's stinging and he's all okay. I'm going to come back because he's made four attempts. This is another version of an attempt, but it's not scary. It sounds gory and scary. It really wasn't because I, you know, like when somebody wants to, you just, you're, you're going to see them 30 feet in the tree. Yeah. You're going to see them with a half a head because they actually shot themselves. Like this person didn't want to leave. And so I got a call from the nurse the next day at like seven. She's like, yeah, your brother didn't make it. And I was like, oh my God, totally fall, fetal, die. Like I, I crying my eyes out. It's my best friend. And his doc, his doctor calls me and goes, Hey, it's interesting. I was looking at his vitals and he was stabilized at like 5 a.m. this morning, meaning whatever he had taken a bunch of stuff so that he gets inhibited so that he could actually do some of the things. Do you know what I mean? But he knew the combination of drugs he could take that would kill him in three minutes. But he didn't take those. And he didn't hang himself from a nine foot rope. He hung himself from a five foot rope. He didn't go to Wisconsin and buy a shotgun because you can get it in the same day. And we're in Illinois. Like he didn't do these things. You know what I mean? And so he goes, he was stabilized at five. So whatever was in his system, he's stable. And then all of a sudden, at like 645, he has a seizure. The body fights for its last little bit of life. And then the spirit leaves and he dies. Death certificate, suicide. So now let me ask you this. If I go to put a gun in my mouth and I go to pull the trigger because I'm having a hard time, in the last minute, fuck, I flinch and I blow my cheek off. While they're performing the surgery and while I'm healing, two weeks later, I get an infection and I die. Cause of death? <laughs> infection? Mm-hmm. Iatrogenic? Suicide? Mm-hmm. So Because you can sue the hospital for that. That's, that, that's a money loss. So how many suicide numbers are that? And how many are, that's a pharmaceutical death. Oh, 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 seizure. 
was side effect of all of his meds. And one of his meds was an anti-seizure medication. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, the load, the load of meds he was on, bro, the load of meds he was on, he knew he was going to have to have like a kidney replacement at some point. What kind of fucking future is that? That's what they have you on. You need to stay alive at all costs because alive, not dead means healthy. Alive, <laughs> not, not dead, dead means equals healthy. Support uh, leads into the system. <laughs> Holy that's, shit. That's atrocious. That's atrocious. I mean, yes. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. Locked I mean, there. the, yeah, there's so much, again, there's so much to unpack in that, but yeah, man, again, sorry for your loss. I know. It's, we got to um, do another show. <laughs> I hope so, man. You said no more guests on your show, but I'll come on. I'll talk all kinds of shit. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, and, and all the stuff that you're talking about right now is, is ladies and gentlemen listening, it's, it's a direct impact on your life. What you ingest, what you take in, what you believe, all the news you're listening to, all the stuff that you see. Uh, and, and, and my audience, uh, 100% is very much open-minded. They'd have to be after all these episodes, after all the shit that I've talked about. Of course. Um, and and, and, for, and like, when we talk about these things, a lot of this stuff, you know, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about specifically, and this is an absolute reason why I wanted you on here was what you're talking about individually, how you can individually fix yourself is how the world can overall fix itself. Oh yeah. And, 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 you know, when we have these, did I lose you? Are you there? Okay. No, I got it. A scam called in. Go ahead. Scam call. I got a great scam call the other day. It said that my scam like has been used at, uh, at, at some point, And then it's like press two. And so I pressed two and like, like press two, if this wasn't you No, So I pressed two and then she repeated the, the message repeated itself. I'm like, I pressed two again and nothing happened. And then it dropped me to a call center where the guy asked for the credit card number that they're calling about. And I'm like, I'm like, does this even work? You guys? Like you guys aren't even clever anymore. You're not even trying. I mean, no, Christ, you have an auto dialer. Do something with like, I don't know, man. Just anyway. call numbers and just ask for their bank account. Exactly. You might as well. You might as well. Oh, shit. But okay, so the world the world needs healing, and and yeah. for me, like I'll get back to uh, I'll touch on a little bit about myself. Um, the water, massive amounts of water consumption. Yeah, and I'm I pay attention to um, to my uh, my health. I'm I'm really into health and fitness right now. Two personal trainers, like really trying to just give myself the information I need to carry out the position I need. I follow your stuff too, and I really like your shit. Where you're like, you don't have to do this, this, and this. You can do this. Stay, hold, be comfortable, hold yeah. this. And you, yeah. so I, I take all that into account and your, Love your it. theories on water change yeah. the way I view everything because with their high tech equipment at the gyms, I went in there and I am a massive consumer of water. I consume water. Yeah. I'm like I need to be hydrated, right? The story that was in my head and the machine, there's this machine you go on, you stand on barefoot and you hold on to these electrodes yeah. and it tells you your BMI. It tells you this, that, and the other thing. And it tells you, it tells you uh, how dehydrated you are. Yeah. Right. And so no matter how much water I drink, the machine always came back with me being dehydrated. I'm like, how is this even possible? You know? And why I thought it was fascinating was because it was like right after this, and I'm, I'm really trying to figure this out. It was your stuff that came through. So the universe handed me your information um, uh, to fix a problem with me. And now you being on this show, it's going to, it's going to fix a problem with other people. And the universe is working in this thing. And this whole energy, this whole essence, this whole area of where we are is changing. So yeah. people are becoming more in tune with the fact that all of your information is, is yes, it's, it's privy to you. And yes, you're figuring it out, but the right. ethos is figuring it out as well. Yeah. And more and more people are growing and expanding. And now you get to be, you know, not necessarily a, a front runner in it, but certainly um, somebody with a big enough platform and somebody with a lot of, enough experience to be a front runner in something. Problem though, is if you get too big, 
you know, then they're going to Dr. Sebi you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. you, uh, you definitely have to have uh, I'm not suicidal tattooed on your chest. Yeah. Uh, Cause you don't want the Hillary kill squad coming after you. <laughs> um, and, and that's, uh, you know, I say that facetiously, but uh, Dr. Sebi was uh, along the same lines of what you do. And right. he, and he mysteriously died of pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, have you come across this? And that's a huge question I'm interested in. Have you come across any sort of pushback from the medical field or from the people or from anything right now in, in your path? Yeah. So when 2020 happened, the charade and the, the, um, the fairy tale of 2020, when that occurred, um, I was sitting there trying to figure out what my role was. Like, what is my duty at this point in my life? Because my office was booming. I never shut it down, nor would I, because I just, I didn't buy into anything that was going on from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Kelly Brogan had posted a video in April. It was like, well, no, March. It was weeks after saying, you know, proving germ theory is is crap and a flying villain. To be afraid of a flying villain doesn't make any sense. And to think that your body's going to, just all this stuff. And I'm like, there she is. Like, somebody that's not crazy. Cause I just knew the feeling didn't make sense to me. What was being told to us. And that's just not how the body works. I didn't know any more for that, like deep state, great reset, any of that stuff. Um, but just basic, basic physiology. Like it doesn't make sense. That's not how the body works. So then I was sitting there looking and I'm like, well, I can't just have a, a, a bang in business. I need something else. Um, and Alex Zek reached out to me to form a nonprofit. So we were going to do Health Freedom for Humanity. And they did form it. And he and I, with his mom and a couple others initially, founded this freedom group. Okay, so here's my greater calling. And each one of us said in this, in this group, many, many walks of life. But each one of us said that this was a hill we'll die on. Because this is what we, what we saw was at stake was everything it was to be a human. Mm-hmm. There was no you know, itemized thing. This was everything. Everything was being attacked from agriculture to tech, to finance, to schools, to medicine, to you name it, the law, you, you name it. Everything is coming back to this one thing. And that's currently so, happening, ladies and gentlemen, in case you missed it, he is talking in past tense, but it's happening right now. Still, still going. Yeah. And still like bad. Like it's not going to stop um, until not. we stop it really. Um, but think of this. Then all of a sudden, my posts were starting to get offensive to the group. The group was growing and expanding. And this is a freedom group. Mm-hmm. Stands for freedom. Yeah. Now there's other doctors. There's some medical doctors playing holistic, but they're absolutely not holistic. They're just pitching the same words, the right words and selling a product. And there was one female doctor in there that really had a problem with my things. And I really don't give a shit. I'd say her name, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold back because I'm That's not fine. there yet. Um, but she had a big problem, called a big meeting with the group and didn't like my posts. And then Alec was trying to clean up my posts like, bro, just show some discernment. This, this. So I was like, wait a second. I was being parented and governed within this freedom group. Yeah. And then I get the, the thing from him being the CEO. Hey, we're going to have to ask you to step down as a leadership role. Your posts, like what you're saying, this, this. But we want you to keep doing the podcast. And I was like, wait a second. So I sat on it for a couple of days and I was supposed to apologize to her, by the way taking offense to some of my posts because some of them were attacking the types of doctors that are her, the MDs playing the holistic and the naturopaths playing MDs and the people that don't know who they are in the middle, just swinging both sides, selling it all. They don't have anything to stand on, no values, beliefs, and they haven't healed themselves. 
They still think there's labels and disease and sickness. They're just like playing the best of everyone because they can't stand for themselves. But that's one of the things that separates you and that actually makes you believable that you will attack that. Like this is one of the things that I've said too, like in my industry, in the coaching industry, I don't like the coaching industry. I don't like, right. I don't like the bullshit. Like if you're not no. authentic, it ain't going to work. So how, how can these guys who are supposed to be the most authentic attack you for being freedom authentic? group? I got, I got, shadow banned and, and censored in a freedom group, a freedom group. So that's what I'm fucking saying to people. Stop following these people. Stop following me. Stop following. Find yourself. There is so much torment in all these people trying to make these platforms and gather and corral and get emails and all this shit. I've been on the inside of this shit. Some of the names mean well. It is not. It is just another form of what's going on over there. It's a digital grab of everything. Sell you more shit, outsource more stuff to these groups. And that's why the last Heart of Freedom that I spoke at, when I was on stage, I said, motherfuckers, you can go march and protest masks. But if you come home and feed your kids dog shit and buy them an e-bike, you are fucking the world. You can go ahead and protest this, that, and the other and have the best sign in Canada and all these places. But if you come home and cheat on your wife or husband, you are fucking the world. Yeah. You can go ahead and post all you want, stand and speak at, uh, uh, at, at uh, city hall councils and do all this stuff. But if you go home and you are not a better version of yourself than you were the day before, you're fucking the world. And that's where I stand on this shit. Personal responsibility and accountability. I'm not talking about vaccines. Get off of that subject. This is just the next thing to talk about. Yep. We were not doing well. I've had the privilege of seeing 21 years of de-evolution. We are worse now than we've ever been ever in the history of me being in this observational status. Mm -hmm. Worse. And we think that this thing created this thing. You could have done anything. We were at right for the picking. We were yeah. so far gone of having any center of self or any value or belief or to know what anything was. We were so disconnected, so overstimulated, overeducated, undernourished, overhydrated, like all these things, overwatered, underslept, so, 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 so low level that it could have been anything. And that's why it's just going to keep coming back, keep being something new, something new, something new. If you are not going home, and in the words of Ole Ollerton, improving your one meter square around you, looking at one meter square around you and taking care of every single thing within that thing from your perception, your beliefs, your purpose, your relationships, your sleep maps, your breath meditation, prayer, your outdoor light exposure, your nourishment, your movement. If you aren't fucking sitting there improving every ounce of what it is to be a human being, you are fucking the world. And that's what I will not tolerate because I love being here. I love humanity. I love the earth. I love what we get to experience. But everybody from the freedom groups to the MDs, to the naturopaths, to the politicians, to the teachers, to the goddamn uh, internet gurus, the, the platform, the Instagram people doing the lives, doing all the shit, not one of them that I know has improved themselves. All they've done is improve from a monetary gain, from a standpoint. Yep, start a group. But your group doesn't stand for anything. Start a platform. Your group is poaching people's emails and making money off of them, having them instead of outsourcing to the government or the FDA or the CDC or the WHO or my medical doctor or whatever. Now you're outsourcing it to Health Freedom for Humanity or outsourcing it to fucking Zach Bush or outsourcing it to like 
It doesn't matter who it is. We have to stop with that word follower. And you said it. I'm, I'm not, tr- I know I come across like I'm angry. I've just seen no, where this it's, it's is perfect. headed. It's perfect passion, bro. And, you know, I'm sitting here now uh, because what you sound like is what I normally sound like. So my audience is like probably going like, he hasn't said much this whole episode, but I couldn't <laughs> fucking agree more. And for me, like the one thing, like the huge turning point for me was, you know, I'm sitting there and, and you know, my life needed to get better for my business to get better for myself, to get better for my, for my platform, for my growth to get better. I need, I needed to get better, which was the, was the quitting everything. Like I, when I came out, I came out of sales coaching and then into um, basically enlightenment coaching. Uh, um, that sounds so gay, like life coaching. That sounds so terrible. I mean, you can't even say these words anymore. You know, is there's so many things that we can and can't do. And for me, it just, it just comes across as anybody that's inauthentic, anyone that's inauthentic at all. Um, like, like you're saying, it, it's all monetary. And for me, I couldn't do it. There isn't a single me- a mention of monetary on anything that I do. Everything that I do, I give out. It's all for free. Take it out for oh. the most part, right? Everything that I do like that. Um, and, and the mindset and the mentality, man, and that's, and that's a hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm sitting here almost at a loss for words because your passion that you put into that is, is, is bang on and, and fuck them like that, that they're gone. Good. It's good that they're gone. It's good that you got out of that. And when you start doing things and when you start paying attention in life, ladies and gentlemen, when you start paying attention to the things that you're supposed to do, those nuances getting knocked out of that group made you specifically personally stronger, better, and made you able to adapt and to, and to take on the thing because those groups want to, they want to touch a little bit on everyone, wherein you want to maximize your impact on those that are willing to pay attention. So and that, that to me is, and that's, that's stand up. Appreciate it. It's huge. It's huge. And that's not blowing smoke. I mean, uh, no, I got you. Fuck. You know, I, no, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's an industry too. And when, when I say things like, I don't care much for the coaching industry and people are like, aren't you in the coaching industry? I'm like, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a snafu there, but there it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It's just the way it is. So there's something else I wanted to talk on because of your controversy, which I will say again, is what I liked the most about you. The fact that you will shit on these industries. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I love that because it, first off, it's going to grab some people's attention. It's going to piss people off. And if people that are dead asleep, the only way you're ever going to wake up is if you're pissed off or if you're hurt, like if you physically hurt yourself or in excruciating pain, or if you're angry enough to the point where you snap, that's when enlightenment creeps in. And that's, what's fascinating about it. But you said in, in a few, um, or the stuff that you had talked about, and, and I laugh because you were putting such passion into it when you were saying it. You're like every single disease on the planet oh, yeah. is, is not necessarily curable, but is, it can be fixed. And so, of course, right, you're going to get this, this thing. The first thing that stops that pops into my mind is like Down syndrome. Yeah. You know? How do you and, and how yeah. do you cure that? How do you and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not being smart and this isn't gotcha journalism. I just no, I don't no, know no. your take on, on dude. On when when somebody when, because there's going to be so many Karens out there that are just going to throw some dumb shit at you. No, but, you're good. So my my it's my awesome statement, you said yeah, that one. I'm curious as to when you said that what what did you truly mean by everything yeah. is curable? So listen to this. So I came across this. I've seen it in my field, like the regrowing and regeneration. It's soft tissue injuries, and the body doesn't like heal a cut, but not heal what's going on under the skin. It, it doesn't do that. It doesn't like, like a surgeon's going to go ahead and say, oh, that cut's going to heal, but everything underneath can't regenerate and heal. Really? You don't get to choose and pick and choose like what happens. So right. I knew this from a soft tissue injury. When I did the house calls with Dr. Cassie Huckabee, 
This girl's got people reversing, regrowing a thyroid, getting eyesight back, reversing HIV, reversing MS, reversing ALS, reversing type one, healing everything. So then in like the seventh or eighth episode, I said, Cassie, if you're making a dictionary, would you have the word sickness or disease in it? And she goes, no. And I said, I thought you were going to say this. Why? And she goes, because everything they're calling a disease or sickness is a healing response. Warts, eczema, blisters, shingles, HPV, HIV. It's all, they, they've just gone in and measured something that's the body healing to the proposed environment damage. Why would it put it into a tumor? The fact they even call it metastasis, that the body can communicate from system to system, but it can't heal from system to system. It's going to pass on this thing that you're infected with. Really? Wait a second. If we're so infectious, then how come like a being can get into another being? Then that means everybody that comes into contact will just get everything. And that doesn't work. Like, what about those other two people? Wait a second. And how come girls that live together give each other menstrual cycles? Like, they get on the same cycle. Why would the bodies communicate and want to get pregnant at the same time? Or why would a household of six people, why would four of them want to express symptoms, which is a way to level up to their environment, maybe purge through a fever or purge through mucus or purge through getting stuff out of the system, slow them down, keep them here. And then each time they come through, assuming they don't choose drugs over the counter or anything else, they will be at a higher level. So those humans connecting and communicating to each other to survive that environment. So now come the two things. And you said it. Let's go with this cancer first and then childhood diseases. Yeah. And so this is again, I, I listen to me. I have no experience. I was a chiropractor. We don't specialize in any of that shit. I am a soft tissue injury nerd. That's what I am. Cassie, on the other hand, is my in, in person on the inside confirming repetitively those that do the work. There is no such thing as a diagnosis or a disease or sickness, not fucking one. So, okay, what about cancers? Again, it's just the infinite ways the body can heal itself. They will measure it, code it, and do all these things. It's the body's way to keep it here and heal. So you're using that tumor or you're using that expression as a, a conversation. And she will go ahead and not try to reduce this, that, and the other, but try to get that person to find out what was the story they believed from the beginning, what was their situation, what do they need to do on a quantum level, not just what herbs to fucking take, because herbs won't heal anything, nor do they, nor does food. You have to put everything in together. And each person is infinitely different. That's why there's infinite number of diseases, because there's infinite healing responses. We haven't even seen the limit of them. The body will heal in every way possible. So... Sickness and disease don't exist. Cancer is just another thing that they've called to build up this industry that is so huge, so huge, where they're cutting, burning, chemo, doing all these things, saying you have six years, exist in our field and die. What if there was another option? What if there was something else? Let's just say that. So then comes childhood diseases. I, I just, I'll touch on cancer quickly. I've heard that with proper preparation, a 30-day fast can reverse cancer. Possibly. So listen to this. Possibly. Right. Like that is one of the tools. Yeah. But again, what is cancer? It's just a healing response that they measure with labs. So, again, changing a lab is very easy. You That's can true. guzzle water and change a lab. You can take a herb and change a lab. But to get somebody to actually put it all together forever and stay here as long as the bot, as the spirit decides to stay in the meat suit. That's the challenge. So again, oh. there's many different ways. The Truth About Cancer is an amazing documentary done by uh, Bollinger's. Like, it's amazing. Um, so again, but we don't even give word to that, that name to, 
power to that word. Because when you hear that word, it's this visceral response, right? So now, childhood, quote unquote, diseases. I will will get there. I want to get a stick on cancer for a minute. But what you just said, and and to sort of put that in 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 a perspective, is cancer only exists because we've said the word cancer. Right. That's and, like, <laughs> and so now we think that the doctor told us cancer. So now we have to do what the doctor says. Yep. But the funny thing about cancer is if we really look at it, there's been a, this war on cancer and they've been trying to find the quote unquote cure for cancer forever. And that's just us making donations to a company that's not doing fuck all. Meanwhile, Far worse. meanwhile these people, yeah, they're, they're, those donations are going towards giving you cancer and, and it, giving you the healing down, response that they're calling cancer, creating damage that was more healing. It comes, it comes from, it come, and that's what I said too. My father died of, of, of uh, my father died of quote unquote cancer, but he didn't, he died of chemotherapy a hundred percent. So, um, and now preventatively he could have done things differently not to get that cancer. <laughs> so now I say this because um, I, you know, when I look at this sort of stuff and I see these things uh, I get to a point where when we realize that the creation of everything that we're doing here changes based on how you choose to view what you choose to view. Uh, the idea of being sick. Um, if you want to be sick, you're going to be sick. Hashtag placebo effect. Um, and this is one of those things that, that just, that the placebo effect is so powerful. The mind is so That's powerful. The nocebo so effect. Yeah. So when you, when, when they tell you you have cancer, your body's like, I'm like, and, and you, you create this thing. It's a story. hundred percent. And the funny thing about a story is when you tell somebody that it's a story, like, why are you failing in life? Well, because this, this, and this, that's a story. No, story. that's my life. Right. And then they get all, they get all offended. They get all up in arms. So everybody's so easily offended right now because nobody wants to take action or take responsibility no. for their actions. And now for me, here's the thing back to my, my, uh, my friend, she's, she says, you know, ask him, she, she's so excited that you're on the show. She's like, ask him, ask him about your gallbladder. And I'm like, what do you yeah. want, what do you want me to ask him? She's like, well, well, what about your gallbladder? I'm like, well, I don't have one, first of all. You yeah. know, so my gallbladder, uh, you know, it, it grew to the size of a, a, a sweet potato and blocked itself up, was filled with sludge and stones, uh, and it was turning gangrenous and was like attacking other organs inside my body. And um, so they had to remove it. And she got mad at me for having my gallbladder removed. I'm like, at this point, there was nothing I could do, you know? So, so I mean, when we can talk about cancers, when we can talk about this sort of stuff, I mean, there are so many things inside us. And, and why did, why did my gallbladder go the way it did? Probably because of alcohol, because of drinking, because of, of the shitty food I was eating, because of bad diet, because of the choices I made based on the information I was given, which tails us back to the system. The system is saying, eat this, do this, advertise this, drink this, drink that, and you'll be fine. So you don't think that you're, you think that you're doing everything right. But then when something like that happens and, and I almost died on that table because it was so ridiculous, that surgery, they were in me for five, four and a half hours for like a, a standard, you know, 20 minute, half hour surgery. Anyway, so the whole thing got messy for me, but I think to myself, I'm doing everything right. Wherein the entire process of everything I've ever been doing was wrong. The whole process of everything I've ever done was wrong. So I got to talk to your friend, Cassie, about growing that thing back. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, and I, I came up with these. I dreamt them. Actually, I woke up and I was like, holy shit. And then I ran it by her. Two reasons. The only two reasons people don't heal. They don't want to or they didn't know they could. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you were told another story? Like, hey, bud, like, yeah. what if you literally were told you actually can? And That's she's wrong. actually had people like, what if it's possible? Do you know what I mean? And be and then that just like the person who ran the four minute mile, the medical industry was like, no, it's not possible. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden one person does it. The only person that did it. And then 19 people do it in a month. So sometimes if it hasn't been done, be the one. 
like there isn't anything. And that's in that quantum world, right? And you and I were talking before we went live. You and I were talking about, we're not live right now, we're recording. But um, we were talking about movies. And I've said, I've said the powers that be, the elites, the same people that are selling us this cancer uh, story, they've yeah. stolen our, our heritage. I firmly believe that they've stolen our oh, truth. Yeah. They've stolen the truth of humanity and they're selling it back to us in movies. Right. So when you, when you talk about you can't heal, you can't this, you can't do better. I mean, biblically, we live to 900 years old back in the Bible. Right. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And then, and then the story is prior to that, we were Neanderthals or we lived, you know, and then there was like the 1800s where it was Dysperia and we're all lucky to live past 35 now, which is all fucking bullshit. But everyone that tells you these stories is so adamantly correct about them. Yeah. 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 So what you just said, fuck, we, we lined up so well on that. It's like, well, what if somebody told you you could? And then yeah. immediately, like your whole mindset, why are you failing in life right now? Why are you operating out of scarcity? Well, because that's all I've ever known. Well, here's a, here, operate out of abundance instead. Oh, sure. I don't know how to do that. You know? And it's it, like, you just said, oh man, that was just really cool that you said that because I firmly believe that we can literally do anything we, we put our minds to. And that used to be a fairy oh, yeah. tale to me back in the day, but now it's, it's, it's powerful and it's potent. My paperwork on Cassie's intake forms, uh, reason for seeing her, to fly and I'm being dead fucking serious. And she goes, okay, like no joke. And she, so now there, she has other patients coming in. Like, I'd like to fly. Like yeah. that's people have been levitating forever. Like remote viewing telepathy. We're just not hearing the stories of how this is possible mm-hmm. because of a reason. I know for a fact we can fly without I believe it doubt. Too. And I tie it into Superman. Sorry. I'm, 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 this is me nerding out right now because no, you look at good. the Superman thing, Superman, Superman stares at the sun. Superman gets his power from the yellow sun, sun gazing. He also absorbs his power. Whenever you see him take off, you see a quick, like a voomp, right? And that's a a more animated version of him grounding, taking from mother nature, taking from the earth. So he's grounding and he's sun gazing and he's flying. And I think if we did that well enough, we could easily do it. You see people, magicians or or like the, the, the cabal, the elite, anybody on TV, you see these people levitating. And they're just showing you like a thing, right? But I firmly believe that that flight or hyperspeed or hyperpower, all that sort of stuff, I believe that that's hugely possible because you tie that in with anything that's like the X-Men or anything like that. And they're oh, showing yeah. you the stories of, of, of how, it's, how, it's, how it can be done, how you can have these external powers, whatever they are. Maybe they're exaggerated. Maybe they're not. When are you going to start flying? I know. When I don't know. When you start flying? When my, when my spirit's ready. Nice. Um. That's another thing. What I, what the reason I say that too is because if your practitioner is not without hesitation parroting back to you, let's go, you're with the wrong practitioner. If they don't think there's a potential or possibility in you of anything, you're with the wrong person. You'd fire them. She literally, because she's seen some really gnarly stuff, Mm -hmm. has healed herself. And that's another thing. These practitioners haven't healed themselves. Tough to tough to give medicine when you haven't done the work yourself. And we talked about that earlier on in this episode, right? And so there's a bunch of broken ass health adults like trying to help other broken ass adults. Like, no, see what you can do first. And she she reversed a whole bunch of stuff with zero help. So now she literally is like, yes, let's go fly. And if you don't have a practitioner that stares you dead in the eye and doesn't go, I mean, come on, you are 80, or come on, you only have. You, you had two organs removed. You can't fucking like, come on. I, I mean, any limitation to the potential of the human spirit, that's when I get offended. Nice. You can make fun of my family. You can do a uh, uh, New York Post did a smear campaign on me and my dad saying my dad got COVID and all this shit. And I stand for all this stuff. Make fun of anything. But when you start making fun of the human spirit's ability to regenerate 
repair, recover, heal. That's when I like really get passionately involved um, to where I'm defending that power inside, not any particular person, but the, the possibility, the potential. Um, And I am so on board with that. That is, that is a a huge teaching point of mine. And I, I can love that you are capable of doing, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, you are capable of doing virtually anything you put in the work, you put in the comprehension, you put in the understanding, you figure it out. I love that. If you can imagine, if you can literally imagine in your head, that's the possibility. That's it. It's great. It's incredible. You and I are, you and I are kismet on a way back to the childhood stuff and the down syndrome. This is cool. Hold on. Hold on. So the childhood stuff, this is why Cassie doesn't take pediatric patients all the time. You have a child born with X condition. We already said disease and sickness don't exist. What is a healing response? So is the child healing from an egg and a sperm union because of the life the dad chose, the life the mom chose prior to this, during conception, during growth, in the hospital? Might the child be responding in such a beautiful way that that's it? So guess what? In order for a child to heal, guess who has to heal? Mom and dad. Guess why she doesn't take pediatric cases often? Because mom and dad don't want to heal. They want to get whatever to the kid because we're so unlucky and we've been under this cloud and we were given this whole thing. Absolutely not. There is no childhood degenerative disorder increase. There is an increase in healing responses. There is no increase in cancer. There's an increase in a healing response against the choices we're making out there. Now take Down syndrome. And you could, (laughs) Dr. Cassie, there is one study out there. It's not, I don't even know if it still exists making changes in the person's way, making changes in all their stories and everything else, reverse Down syndrome to a measurable, whatever they measure it on. They Mm -hmm. they measure it to whatever, neutral. There is that case. So if that's possible, what else is? There is the study, but they won't be teaching it at at Bastyr. They won't be teaching a chiropractor. They will not be teaching it at Yale Medical because you really think they want people to know that? No, there all the medical is the person who did it. Dude. All the medical institutions are 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 the cabal teaching you the bullshit. They're Scary. they're handing it to you. It's like the, it's the same. This is the stuff our parents learned and they taught us. I I tied things in. I tied things into. Um, so it's kind of similar when I my thought on Down syndrome because it was brought up again. Uh, your podcast was a topic and somebody set it up to me. Well, what do, what do you think he's going to say about Down syndrome? I said I don't know. I said but what I think is Down syndrome is it's not a disease. I think Down syndrome is, is, is a sole contract choice and you get to experience the world through having um, uh, either a limitation or, 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 or being a different version of, of who you could be. And I firmly believe in soul contracts. I firmly believe in the idea that I, my personal belief as to where we are right now is that this is a simulation that that's the best I can figure right now, because we talk about, you know, the physics of it all. You break the atom down. It's 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 neutrons, protons. It's 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 uh, quarks, quarks, and quasons. It's energy. You snap that atom open. Inside the atom is, is pure energy. So the best I can figure, we're in a simulation right now, and it's broken. And it's guys like you that can see through it, and and sort of pull out from it, and and do things from it. I don't know. Do you have a, Do you have a take on on where we are? Does that even matter to you at all, or any any shape or form? I I tried because it it begged me to know some of the details because we were doing the interviews. I was interviewing some of the top names and the most movements now, but now I don't even care. Somebody tries to get me like, "Will you post more on?" I'm like, "No, I'm too busy sunning my balls. I'm too busy making food. I'm too busy moving my body. I'm too busy connecting with people that I care about to even care." Now here's the thing. 
I'm making myself a healthier version of me every single day. Perfect. So am I going to control what's going on out there? No, my responsibility is me. Yeah. Well, how do you know where you're going to live or how do you know what you're going to fight for? How do you know? Well, when it's presented to me, I've done so much work that I will be able to make a very clear, I don't want to say easy, but it's going to be very clear. I don't have choices. Mm-hmm. I know we say we have choices, but when you're so on beam, you don't see other options. You just keep no. going. Yeah. And when something goes in, you bleed around it. You go over it. You go under it. There's nothing that's going to stop me from the goals that I have. Not fucking one thing. No. And so that's the thing. Pose anything. Pose anything you want. How do you know what? I, I don't know. I just know that I am in a position to be able to handle whatever's coming. That's that all. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to live that's in the past. All. You're not going to live in the future. You're going to live in right I now. I can't. And I'm enjoying myself. And everyone's like, how are you enjoying living in California? I'm like, I'm at the beach every day. I have a banging office. I'm doing Zooms. I'm doing interviews. Like, I'm walking down this beautiful street. Well, how do you know? I'm like, I'm focused on the fucking flowers and myself and the ocean (laughs) and the pelicans and the the sun and the moon. Like, what are you focused on? Oh, the people in the mass. Oh, that that was like 2020. Like, I'm so beyond (laughs) going forward. Like, this is this is my preparing for whatever life has and our preparation has to exceed what life gives. And for every trauma, there's a healing response greater than that. Mm. So fine, bring the traumas. I look, I await the opportunity. Let's go. Uh, I've improved. And if you haven't improved in 2020, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you waiting? What are you doing? Yeah. I, man, I, there, I would love an opportunity to, to collab with you or to do some work with you in the future. And I think that there's a possibility for something along the, along the ways for something like that to happen. But your energy is just so bloody on point. Uh, if I can contribute to that or to what you're doing in any way, shape or form, I absolutely want to. And I know that you have been, you're doing a lot of interviews, you're doing a lot of things. And I, I can't thank you enough for the time that you've given us today. And, and for my audience, uh, I'm going to have, uh, do you have anything specific you want to draw attention to right now or some drop back links for anything that you guys are doing or uh, where can I no, send them? Like, I, I want to say, so again, <laughs> The thing of it is, is the solution to this whole thing is improving you like each individual. It has to be you. So I'm going to give you a fucking like about $500,000 in care right here. And you're going to do it all on your own. Perfect. It's those eight essentials because I started to make fun of uh, the essential oil business. Now, I use essential oils in my house to replace cleaners and some of those other things. Mm -hmm. But for what they're being sold on. How essential are they? And I started to laugh at that word essential and, and it being applied to an MLM. I thought it was hilarious. So I was like, truly, what is essential to our being? Like, what is it to be essential to be here? What's the most simple thing? Because the more convoluted and the more symptomatic we become, which is the more healing, the more simplified we have to be. And so this is my 21 years of practice and just observation, personal experimentation, clinical as well. So the eight essentials, I mentioned it before. What you want to do is you want to take an inventory of these eight. And you want to write a paragraph that describes your meaning to these eight. And it's not to be judged by anybody because nobody knows what's right or wrong. There isn't a right or wrong. It's just your version of this. So the first thing, a belief in something greater than yourself. What does that mean to you? Second, purpose. What does that mean to you? Third, your relationships. You and I have a relationship right now. We're exchanging. We have relationships with people we aren't even aware of. People we think of. That's a relationship. So anything in your life, that's a relationship. Four, sleep naps. Five, breath, meditation, prayer. Six, outdoor light exposure. Seven, nourishment. Eight, movement. And what you're going to do is you're going to look at each of those and you're going to sit on those. And you're going to really obsess about what do they mean to you. And then next to each of those eight, you're going to have two columns, medicine and toxic. 
And you're going to draw those two columns and you're going to start itemizing real detailed things that fit into each of those categories as things you do in your life that are medicinal in those categories and things that you have to know are toxic. you got to be honest with yourself and be open and be vulnerable. And then all of a sudden you're going to look at this list, which is a living document and it's changing every single day because you're not the same person second to second to second. That's why keeping notes in fucking medicine is a joke. And I don't keep notes in my office because somebody on Friday is not who they were on Tuesday. Yeah. So again, another reason I'm burning the license, but here we go next to each column, medicine toxic. And then what you do is you go into that and you try to take out the toxics or move the toxic over to medicine or reaffirm or get the medicine brighter, stronger, bigger. And then each three months or so you reevaluate, you just keep going into what does that list mean to you now? Because your belief in something greater could totally change, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. Or your purpose or your relationships. Holy shit, I ended up getting a, out of a marriage that was holding me down. And my God, my, my, you know, my situation changed completely. I got to reassess what I want in a relationship. And that's this thing that you can do. And it doesn't matter where you are, what you're at, your income level, your sex, your race, what you decide. This whole document right here is everything with intention, youthfulness, um, simplicity, uh, accountability only to you, not to somebody else. This outsourcing needs to stop, but it brings back in that power. And what you're seeing with the charade of 2020 is attacking each one of those eight. Every single one of those is being attacked. Yeah. So how do you thwart this? Or how do you put yourself up to be able to resist or stand or ad- adapt, I should say? Because it's not really resisting. It's just being able to adapt to it. Yeah. Going into each of those and ingraining them, fine-tuning them. Because everyone's like, do you make a list? In my head, I constantly have it going on. I would not do this fucking interview if I didn't have a good feeling. And I'm not joking. I would literally close out, take care, because I have no time for anything coming in that's antagonizing that list. If you plucked me, dude, if you plucked me at any point in my life and said, TJ, what are you doing right now? I would tell you exactly. And I have like 50 reasons as to what I'm doing. It may not under, you may not understand, but it's going on that list. Am I perfect? Hell no. It's not about that but there's a balance to it. And that's why I'm posting Rice Krispie treats or pizzas and everyone's going, what? Oh my God. And it's like, no, then you totally miss the thing. If you think it's a diet or you miss that you think it's a devil food or you miss that you think it, you've completely missed what I'm talking about when I say you heal you or yeah. Cassie says your life is your medicine. You've completely missed the boat because it's not checking boxes. It's not following somebody. It's not doing a par- a protocol or it's not going on some, some, uh, uh, literally like a detox of some kind where it's a list that's a three-step thing this that it's this infinite connection to your reason your why your connection to others you assessing reassessing understanding that every failure or everything in terms of a drop a down is an opportunity and looking at those things as an opportunity of wow what a great time every injury i sustain i'm like fuck yeah i just found a leak in my system if i plug it and enhance it that i should be stronger Every year, I just finished the, the book, Mutant Message Down Under, uh, where elders, they described elders, the Aborigines. It was the elders are stronger. They look better. They're like wiser. Like you should progressively get improved. Not this dying down after 40 or 50 or 60. And that's why I say aging doesn't exist because it doesn't. Healing is light speed. It's light. Do we just have more stories to get in the way? But this whole thing that you can't heal, you can't the further on, that's complete bullshit. Aging has nothing to do with it. Now your skin loses elasticity. Why? Are you making poor choices, nourishing lives, or one of those eight? Your hair changes. Are you detoxing something through the hair follicles? And why aren't you pubic hair change? 
Why is it that? Why would it be coming out of your head? And if you're balding on your head, but you're growing a full beard, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why I is no that? I, uh, I, re- I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the shit cast you'll get into on the deeper levels. Like literally, how can you grow hair on your arms and legs, but you can't out your head? Yeah. Something is there. There is a reason this is going on. It's so perfect and so beautiful and so powerful and infinite. Like that's what we're talking about. If we had that as this message going on, which is why I won't let up. If I'm done tomorrow, you heard me share my truths, capital T. It might not sync with you. I'm not here to make it make sense to you. Your body doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to be comfortable. Because it loves you. That's it. It, it, Man. So there we go. 500 grand. (laughs) Gift. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, take that to the bank. (laughs) Rewind this episode and write those things down on a piece of paper for sure. (laughs) That's it. It's, it's been a, it's been an absolute treat having you on the show. Uh, there's so much Love that it. you talk about that is, you know, um, the stuff that I work on and, and didn't even realize that we had in common uh, or ideologies, ways of thinking. Um, I work on this with my clients and with myself mentally. It's all the mental stuff. I'm like, do these things. And, and, and the things that you're talking about physically and, and how you, how you prepare that. It's like, you're, there's two different realms. I mean, there's, I've done so much work on the mind. Uh, and, 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 and it just stems from so much chaos and right. all the work that you've done also stems from chaos. And, and that's why I say like true pain brings us to an enlightenment and this whole folk fake woke thing. Um, yeah. is, is, <laughs> they took that away because people are waking up. People are waking up to the truth and to a reality. Right. And then they call it woke to make it just seem stupid. Like, and so many people are yeah. so stupid. Yeah. I will say, you know, I, I know you got to go and we're, we're pushing it for sure here, but I laughed my ass off. I'm at the gym earlier today and uh, this fella comes in uh, and he's got his bag. He's rolling his bag into the gym. And I'm like, I just looked at him. I'm like, what the, why would you roll your bag into it? Oh, he wasn't carrying it. Right. No, he was on a roller. It It was on a roller. And then, so right before, uh, right before I I, I jumped on with you, I saw your, your last post on Instagram. (laughs) Way to go. Gentlemen with the roller bags. And you're just applauding. I'm like that shit. I mean, it just lined up right there because I'm laughing at it earlier this morning and you're commenting on it today. So, you know, if you and I never say another word to each other after this, I'm so honored and happy yeah. to have this conversation. But I firmly believe that there's something in the future where where one where I can benefit you, you can benefit me, we can benefit the world. Uh, there's there's something in the future, even if it's just another podcast. I would love to contribute anything I can to what you're doing. Uh, and thank you for being here in your busy schedule um, for me and for my audience. Uh, we love you. And, and it's, it's been a trip. It's been an absolute trip and your energy is keen. It's pure. Um, just keep doing you, man. That's the best, I best thing I can it. say. Appreciate it. Um, did you want to sign off with anything? Anything else you wanted to say to the guys? You heal you and your life is your medicine. Boom. That's it. And then ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.